What's going on, y'all? This is the International King of Swerve, Shane Strickland, here in the Pacific Northwest, D5 Wrestling. And you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is Smack It. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with me, is is with me, as always, my two lovely co-hosts. Michael Vergara and Jose Osegueda. What's going on, man? How are you guys? Just today? trying to it's class good. it up. Yes, uh, we, should well, we just mention we, it we, right we now? We got it. Yeah, we got a class up today. Today is a very special episode of City Wrestling Radio. Today is a very special episode of Smack It. Today is episode number one hundred. Jose smacking the shit out of himself over this celebration, and I am too. What a momentous milestone. I never thought we would take it this far. Like I would when I started this CWR thingamajig shindig kind of thing. I was like, yeah. I went up to you and was like I went up to you, Jose, and I went yep. up to you, Corey, and was like, Hey, I'm starting a wrestling podcast. And y'all just you had every reason to say no. And for, for you guys to say yes, I am forever grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, I met it with a yeah yeah okay why not oh, yeah, yeah no yeah I was all about it uh, you know we did have a little help from another host back in the day one Nick Winstead we'll yes give him, give him a us, shout out let he, us give his, his shout out he too. is uh, he was a part of the show at one He's point a founding father yeah of City Wrestling Radio so we'll give him a shout out we got to remember all of us uh, wherever you are the four of us combined all created City Wrestling Radio kind of together and now 100 episodes later three of us stand it's crazy we just reached that milestone i never yeah because i kind of envisioned this to being only a weekly thing until you realize there's like a like there's a pretty much watching wrestling is kind of pretty much a full-time gig yeah watching it yeah and you don't get paid for it in fact you're paying other people and then you just voice your disdain about it and who knew you could, you know, breathe that. Nobody really cares what you think but you know no i kind of see it i kind of see this as an echo chamber yeah, you know, it's sure. uh, it, it's you know, definitely, um, you know, look back at City Wrestling Radio. It's crazy to see, like, I didn't think we were going to make it past the winter break, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, uh, me neither. The long winter break it that we had. Tumulus, yeah. It was yeah. mostly because it, 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 it mostly, rid off, like, we were mostly writing off the momentum of actually starting it until, yeah. like, because, like, keep in mind, this was, a, this was just mostly just kind of like a school project slash creating content for a radio club in CCSF. Yeah, it was for the radio club. And for the most part, I just thought, hey, you know, I'm just going to do this small little thing. I never thought it would go as far, we would go as far as we did until you, you Corey, just hit me up on the Slack one, t- one day and just say, hey, do you want to continue this? And I had a little bit, little to zero, that is no intention to continue it. Yeah. And I just pretty much just gave you that show. Here's and, the torch. And pretty much, like, Corey, you... You took this CWR thing further than I could ever imagine. For that, MVP, I'm MVP. Yeah, MVP. Oh, thank you. For that, I am forever grateful. Thank you all. Especially shucks, with guys. the whole Diamond Studio thing, like this is something I would have never done. Yeah, it's so, definitely. It's uh, we we've worked around everything we had to do, and thank you for thank you for the compliments. Oh, no problem. It's crazy, you know. Uh, we we're looking back at you know the times we had, and you know, top one hundred CWR moments. Number one hundred. <laughs> let's go. Number one hundred. <laughs> the time where I said. Ah, uh, F word like 20 times in the show. I didn't do that. I didn't know. That was I probably me. Um, but no, you know, there are some times we, we just want to look back at, you know, at the beginning of the year, we did make some predictions for 2018. We're going to unearth That's this right. capsule. Yeah. Even and though it is August, August 1st, actually. Yeah. yeah. We, we just want to see how we're doing so far of, of our predictions so far. We just so, got impatient because. Yeah, exactly. We had to do something. I want to know. We had really to do, so- we had do something for the uh, 100th episode. So um, um, I. Me personally, I said that there would be a five star match between Becky Lynch and Ruby Riot. Now the two competitors Boy. are on separate brands mm. and Ruby Riot is injured right now. So that does not look like it's going to be happening in the near future. We still have another five five months left. Almost yeah, it's yeah, August. Five, four August, months October, left. October, November, December, five months. Five months, there five we go. Four months. Yeah, it's it's August first too. So you know, uh, you know, we there we yeah, go. Get well soon, Ruby Riot. Yeah, we gotta have that five star match with Becky Lynch, right? Yeah, they want to uh, copyright the word riot. Uh, Jose, yes, your sir. prediction uh-huh. was watch out for Baron Corbin. Watch huh? out for Constable Corbin He's right constable. here. He is constable now, and he calls mom every week. He's like, mom. You got to talk to my brother. He's Angle won't do- give me his toy back. He's not sharing. Um, and Michael, your prediction for 2018 was look out for that Roman Reigns. No, uh, it actually was, but then you switched it 
to watch out for Elias. For the most part, I feel like I'm correct about that. That dude has a four out. That has dude has a four song EP out and a documentary. Yeah, so it's like a mockumentary, though, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like I, I didn't watch it yet. yet. Yeah, but Did it I looks really like it's say? in the vein yeah, of uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, uh, because in the preview, it it just shows him playing, and then it cuts to like Seth Rollins, and he's like, between a one and a ten, he's a negative three. Oh yeah, Seth Rollins. Yeah, so and, it, it yeah, seems yeah, like executive the producers like, who are you? He's like the what president you, of Atlantic what? Records. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Did I, I, uh, that's surprising that I would. I think because I saw like he was probably probably had like a decent match against like Jason Jordan or something, mm-hmm. and I thought this Elias guy. Well, I think you said the, pa- the past couple weeks before the show of be- the best of he had a bunch of good matches, and at first you actually were legit thought that watch out for Roman Reigns in a sense where he's going to actually have some great matches. Boy, and that's a far fetched uh, uh, statement to make. So glad you, know. you took that one back. <laughs> But hey, you know what? You're, you're winning. Excuse me for being positive about it's about w, something that WWE wants to shove her down our throats. But you know what? That's just that's not the reality we live in. You know. And then it just it, it got you bitter over over the months, and you said, you know, screw this, screw WWE. I've had enough. Even then, like Elias, he is he is uh there's a lack of evolution in his part. Yeah, sure, but it, you know he's riding his gimmick. Though. He had, he kind of has a ceiling. Uh, but guys, I think he's going towards that ceiling. We'll see. I think he could uh, break out of the ceiling. So we'll see. But guys, if you want to listen to all of our predictions for 2018 and of all of this, the the 2017 CWRE Awards, you could find all our previous shows at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also across other fine podcast delivery applications, in applications including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and CastBox. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at CWR415. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at CWR415. So, guys, once again, congratulations on making it 100 episodes. May there be 100 more. At least 100 more. At least. I mean, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. might as well. We, we might as something. well just keep, keep this train running. Maybe we'll start covering some, uh, maybe we'll quit our day jobs and I'll just cover wrestling full time. Okay, Dave. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, um, you can know. We do like any, can we mention like any name without impersonating them? Uh, nope. No, we can't. It's uh, mandatory. It's uh, part of the ball. Part because because when Kane walks in, no, no one. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. See what I know about all the. And I'm trying to do a Brian Alvarez impersonation. <laughs> just doesn't. I mean, come on. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I can't do Brian Alvarez. He's just too animated. He's just too angry all the time. He's he too anime. <laughs> angry and animated. He is kind of anime. Brian yeah. Alvarez is the most anime of yeah. all wrestling personalities. He's pretty anime. Yeah. You know. But guys, we're not here He's to too talk segway. about. We're not here to talk about Brian Alvarez. As much as I want to, but we got... This is Smack It. We're here to talk about SmackDown Live this past week from... uh, Tampa. Tampa, Florida, and this is on Home of Biggie Langston. Was it home of Biggie? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I think he said... My hometown, Tampa Bay. Oh, that's that's another guy. That's another guy. That's a different guy. Uh, But uh, SmackDown kicked off with uh, Becky Lynch and her her uh, in-ring promo. I don't know why it took me a while to say that. Um, but yeah, she came out and kind of cut a promo how you know she's been waiting to to get a shot at the women's championship, um, and then out comes Carmella, who gives a very passionate promo about how she she respects Becky Lynch. She's and, a good actress, gotta and, give her that. And she says, you know, to all the haters out there who says I wasn't a good champion, who says I wasn't a good wrestler, to all the haters out there, what are you looking at me for? What I'm just saying. That was that was her saying that. Uh, uh, Dolly, she said, you know, but all the haters out there, you know, she felt bad. Everyone ripping on her for being a bad wrestler. I like the fact that they uh, brought up the fact that Carmelo was picked last in the draft, in the first draft. Mm -hmm. Like, not even last of her brand, just last Last in general. Last in general, yeah. Not the last woman, the last. Uh, And I'll I'll give Carmelo credit. Like, she, she came off as a really good actor in this, in this promo that she gave. I thought this brought a really good dynamic of, who Carmella is and why Carmella is like this because everyone's doubting her and why why should I be nice to everybody when no one's like really nice to me like especially with the crowd saying like saying that she doesn't deserve it and then the crowd saying no you don't no you don't yeah and I thought hmm, maybe like this is actually kind of interesting from Carmella like into about Carmella like you know bad thing like this is a bad thing happening to a bad person like mm-hmm. kind of like it's it, it, just you think yeah. the writers just fell into a happy accident? 
No, because or is this intentional. Well, the, I'll say this because as soon as I know we might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I'll just say it right here. Like James Ellsworth's music played, yeah. as a distraction to Becky, and yeah. I thought, okay, all that goodwill I had towards Carmella is just sundering down to the ground by the mere mention of James Ellsworth, and then just effectively just making her an even bigger heel in the process. Well, she played, which is, which she played her role right for the night. I mean, of course, yeah. She I gave mean, her promo. It was a really, the, how she delivered it was like but then really what is good. It, what is that trying, okay, what is trying to garner sympathy trying to accomplish? Then what? Like, it's just a swerve for the Sega swerve? Like, okay, you're now you're just, just being back. Just draw more, draws more heat, man. You're just yeah, become, yeah. Then, then you're just drawing back, you're just back to the drawing board in terms of being a WWE heel. Yeah. When I think what they, what when Carmella gave the sympathy promo, it sort it kind of made her more interesting, into a certain degree. Like, yeah, I thought like, oh, this is kind of something different. Like this is this is somebody who's instead of being just some cartoon heel character who yells all the time and being pretty much just the most ratchety, <laughs> yeah, just being the most ratchety, you know, horrible person that they want to be presented as. Mm-hmm. They gave her like a justification of why she's doing it, and why it gave her a bit more ethos, yeah, as you might say. But no, Ethos um, Ellsworth's music appeared, distracted Becky. Carmella attacks uh, yeah. Becky Lynch, and then out comes the returning Charlotte Flair, who you know she looks like she's you know like lost. She looks a refreshed. Weight. Yeah, she know? looks nice and refreshed. She's back too, and I felt good to see her back too. Like it, it yeah. felt like the good to shake things up. It was refreshing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back, Charlotte. She goes in to save Becky Lynch, uh, her friend, you know, because that's what friends do. Best friends. Do. That's what friends are for. But, but you know, they're doing that. There's two, this best friends on SmackDown and two best friends on Raw. Hmm, yeah, I just feel like eventually they're all going to get together. At no, point. this is the WWE. No one can be friends. Come on now, Corey. Okay. Especially the women. Well, they're the <laughs> special four best friends. Yeah, the four horse friends. You know, you know what WWE, WWE constantly tells you: all women hate each other. Yeah, well, that's what society tells us. I mean, we can get we can dig into WWE that. is a microcosm of society, Corey. That's true. I thought we I thought we discussed this. Uh, next up uh, uh, was an USO Penitentiary vignette, which yeah, I thought was kind of cool. It was was uh, it was a little different than it usual. Was a basketball hoop. Was there a basketball hoop in there? Yeah, uh, it looked like, like it was, that's how street they are. It was Corey. backstage in a down with the hippity hop. It looked like it was in in. in uh, like backstage in the Coliseum or wherever they, they added were. smoke and like a dark light. Yeah, he's welcome to the USO Penitentiary. We're gonna win the, that tag tournament eventually. Tag tournament. We're gonna take this trophy, shove it sideways, and shove it up. Oh, your whoa, 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 whoa! It's a PG show. It's PG thirteen. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. That's a key. That's, that's a key right. difference oh, right yeah, there. That's right. Uh, the uh, third can't, rep- get all, can't get all rock on them. He said. Right? Well, that's the thing. This is like the third time the Rock has been referenced this week. This entire week, he's it's like, coming back. They're kind of. They're. Kinda I think just, he's going to show up at SummerSlam. They're planting the seeds. Yeah, yeah I kind of think so too. Yeah, and, they're reminding people who you remember this guy. This like, guy. What do you think? And, what do you think the Rock is going to do if, at SummerSlam? If Elias doesn't have a match, like, that's what I was going to say. I think he's going to come out. He'll start playing, and then all of a sudden, Rock will come out and he'll sing with him for. Actually, have a good five, See? three minutes of singing. I told you guys, and, watch uh, out for Elias. Um, having a key moment in SummerSlam, and, and then we'll have know? a rock bottom to uh, Elias, and, and he's going to get the guitar up. and turn it sideways and shove it. Hey! Oh, PG thirteen, damn you! Oh, okay. I thought it was NC seventeen. Oh, my bad. Let me go back and edit all the shows. Yeah, put your pants back on, Corey. Oh. Anyways, uh, next up we have. Um, Carmella backstage with Paige, and Paige is very disappointed with Carmella about how she's she, caking too. Do you notice that? She's what? Like, pay like a little too much makeup. A little. You know? Oh, like yeah. I'm no, I'm no like expert with this, but sometimes the lighting. I'm too. of the opinion that less is more. And Paige, like you have a very clear palette. My, it, it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you kind of like you see like what do you call it with around the cheeks area? Like I know we're Blush. not ma- I know we're uh, not makeup foundation? artists. Uh, yeah, foundation. Foundation. Yeah, like, like her the... foundations needed like a lot of work. Uh, if you know what? I, if well, you know the the red lips, the brighter the red, red lips. She looks like a glider. She, she does looks, that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that has something to do with it. And I know. I yeah. I mean, some people just It's a cosmetic more. industry, Corey. Yeah, exactly. We've discussed this as well. Uh, many, many times. But she's very disappointed with Carmella, but makes a match versus Carmella versus Charlotte tonight. And if Charlotte wins, she gets added to the women's uh, women's championship match. I'm at not SummerSlam. a big fan of that. If, uh, me neither, actually. You're not a big fan of like triple threats, or no, you're no, just no, not no, a big fan uh, of shoehorning uh, Charlotte? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you know Carmella is going to walk out with that title again. Well, you okay, Like you, you say that, but... 
let's try to let's and try I said to make the last time and the time before. Let's try to make this a positive thing. I know that's not exactly a popular thing to do around these wrestling podcasts, especially after a hundred episodes. <laughs> oh god, I keep kicking my mic stand. That's how positive I am. Um, they could they could establish that you know they're stocking they're stacking the odds against Becky Lynch. Like they want to make her. Like right. The baby face that has so much working against her and that her winning that title will make And they kind of played off it, that. Yeah. yeah. Will make it even more like special. Yeah, you know? but I mean I just I feel like the way like even Becky Lynch later in the night, the way she was acting just seemed like <laughs> either she's gonna turn heel and there's gonna be some like, Yeah. yeah that's she, no, that is that is uh, oh you go ahead. No, she's thing. just disappointed. She had that, you know, defeated look on her. She's like, oh, jeez. I kind of thought it was like a more of like, I, I know it has to be done now kind of face. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's a triple threat. You can like, yeah, stuff are stacked against you in a triple threat, but then there's also stacked, the odds are stacked against the other two people too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to, and yeah, you're going to have to find ways to be creative. Yeah. Creative. Next up, we have uh, the Usos versus the bar. Uh, New Day coming out to join. Look at, co- very much looking forward to this one. Yeah, I swear I've seen this match before. I thought that I was watching something from like three months ago. Well, I haven't seen it enough because I thought this match was uh, was a, a banger. It's a pretty yeah, good, it was match. A good match. Yeah. But I feel like every spot the Usos hit were exactly what they've done before. They kind of go through the same uh, the same routine of what they usually do, but it's always really they always execute very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As uh, long as they're good at it. Yeah. One, of, one of the funniest yeah. things of the match though was the New Day was that com- had their own commentary table. I was super into this idea until I they, realized like, oh wait, they're these, fading in and out. They were, no, no, no. Like, I don't want fifteen minutes of this because this was a fifteen minute match. So it was smart of them to fade in and out in between them. It just seemed weird to have, to have it like fade like because no, I didn't seem like they told yeah. anyone. Yeah, like they everyone was out at commentary. Then the New Day was out there. They started talking. Making jokes on their, you know, orange commentary table with yeah. bootios, pancakes, all assorted food on there, and then it would, it would like come down, and then you know, Corey Graves would come back up, and then Corey Graves, while he was talking, mm. his voice would go down, and it sounds, it seemed like neither of them knew. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, Corey, it seemed like the commentary table had no idea that they were being. Yeah, and put so back you kind of have zero context of whatever like Corey Graves is going to say or Tom Phillips is saying. Mm-hmm. It's just like. It's like being in a party, and then you don't like either conversation that's going on, but you just kind of bounce back and forth in between them. It's like, okay, th- what they're talking about sucks. Let's go to this other room. Yeah, You're like, oh, yeah, that still suck sucks too. too. Well, Let's go back know, to the other one. You know, you, I'm gonna go smoke weed outside. It was it was really <laughs> weird that they didn't tell anyone because I thought maybe I missed something. Yeah, so I was like, let me hit the SAP button. Maybe they're on the you know the Spanish translation button. Oh. Do you ever? Th- do you ever? So I switched it over. Yeah, and it was Spanish announcers. I was like, "Crap!" I want it was I, New Day speaking Spanish. <laughs> that would, that would, that would that's be great. Funny. Yeah, they they just have three separate guys like talking as a New Day. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be you great. ever watch? How often do you watch like wrestling WWE with the SAP? Uh, this was the first time I've hit the button. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just wondering. I was I was going to ask like if it's any different or if there's. It sounds like a soccer match. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, the guys but, are a little bit more animated. Yeah, but then, like... like in, you know how but, they announce themselves at the yeah. beginning of the shows? They're yeah. just like that. But then do they, like, do they talk about, like, storylines? Do they plug pay-per-views? But, yeah, yeah, all the above. But then, like, is it, like, kind of a 1-1 with Michael Cole and Hugo Savinovich? Mm, different styles. Yeah. Would, okay. It's more of a, you know, on the edge of your seat... Yeah. Lumbar. <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah. Because that would be something I'd like. That's the reason why I watch Japanese commentary in New Japan shows. Like, uh-huh. A, it's a bit more authentic, but B, it's like very animated. And oh, okay. I, so and I pay more attention to the match. Oh, I, I like, rather it. Than I like com- the English commentary. God, yeah, no. God, I, Kevin Kelly, God bless him. God bless and Rocky Don Romero. Ca- too. And Don Callis. Like, yeah. they, they're doing good at what they do, but there's a distinct flavor. No, I hear. Good. I'd imagine Japanese announcers to be like NPR. No, that's the. If it was NPR, it'd be NPR on Coke, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to start. I don't want to start speaking fake Japanese on air, um, or anytime actually. Yeah. Do, hey, word of advice: don't speak fake Japanese. You just come off as a unless unless somebody has a gun to your head and you have to do it. Then if you oh you'd be a fool not to yeah then you have if you have to you know just say konnichiwa Ohio that means good morning now you're just doing it right oh you are actually you're speaking actual Japanese yes Ohio gozaimasu is the formal way of saying good morning hi and uh, sayonara is, hi. is hi is yes hi yeah uh, and you would be Michael San that means Mister Michael hi or you'd be Vergara San right hi and you would be Osagera San 
That sounds cool. That sounds really cool, actually. <laughs> I'm <Hey>. Smith's son. <laughs> Smithson. Smithson. It sounds like a gun. Anyways, let's get Hi. back to the match. Uh, Usos versus the Bar. It was a really cool match. Uh, there was a cool spot when uh, uh, super kick by the Usos, splash to Sheamus, and a kick out. Uh, then they set up for another double splash to Sheamus, but then Cesaro comes in with the European uppercut, which looked great to Jay Uso. I, it, like I like it because it was in the it was in the long cam, you mm-hmm. know, where the camera shows both sides of the ring. Oh it's, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And so you just kind of see Cesaro just completely go out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh then, yeah. So if because when the you know how like camera movements are in SmackDown where. Mm-hmm. Every punch, they just zoom in in every action. Yeah. Seeing this, like, fully in picture made it all the more impactful. Yeah, and then uh, Sheamus, uh, once Jimmy goes for the splash, he holds his knees up and uh, kind of gets with a cradle pin. One, two, three. The bar moves on in the tag team tournament. Uh, so they're going to face Fantastic a new day. match. Yeah, Fantastic it was a really great match. match. Didn't uh, you the... predict that last week? Bar would win? Somebody did. Uh, I, sure. I wanted the bar to win. Okay. Yeah. Um, but now yeah, so next week we're going to have the Bar versus the New Day, and I think it's time for the Bar to go after Bludgeon Brothers. But then... We've already had New Day versus Bludgeon Brothers, yeah, right? Yeah, but then do you, are we really going with a heel versus heel? The bar, I don't see the Bar as heels. Like, yeah. they, like they're they're tweeners just kind of like in the same level as... They're just the, there. ...as the Usos. Like, well, kind of like the Usos. Like, they were kind of heels, but they're kind of faces, but they're kind of not... Well, they were full on heel until they had that great program with New Day, and then the crowd embraced them. So now you know, they respect. Oh, you, they oh, you guys have, like us? All right, good. respect. Yeah. They yeah. still have that heel persona. Yeah, but they're you know cheered on his faces. Yeah. I think New Day is Bar could do the same thing. New Day as in name, like I feel like, is a bigger brand to put on the SummerSlam card than oh. the Bar. Oh, oh definitely. And unfortunately, and unfortunately, like yeah, the if for that to happen, no, you're right. The Bar is going to have to take a back seat, which I don't want to happen because Cesaro should be a main eventer for all as all as far as I care. I think they're like I my, still care for Cesaro. I think they're my favorite tag team right now. The Bar. The Bar. Yeah. I'm gonna say out of all tag teams. Of all tag teams, of all current I mean, tag teams, Mustache Mountain, Undisputed Era. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I think the Bar right now is my favorite. Mustache tag team. Mountain and Undisputed Era, like those guys. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I hear you. Yeah. I think it's a moot point because they're. But, on I, mean, NXT. but I think I think that Sheamus and Cesaro can go with Mustache Mountain and and the Undisputed Era in a, if it was an NXT style match. I would I literally do murder it. people for that matchup. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that. If you brought Mustache Mountain up to the main roster, their talent would be brought down just but as the boss. It's all irrelevant. Save it for the B show. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jose. Sorry. <laughs> you said all of WWE. I just had to like, know, you know, I, call I, you out on that, man. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But Sheamus gets the pin on Jimmy Uso. Uh, they move on. In bar, the New Day. It should be a great match. Uh, who, again, something to look forward to the next week. Yeah, I'm going to say Bar. Fun. Who do you got for next week? Bar. 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 New Day. New Day. I'm going to say New Day. Uh, I so, can, you know what? I can see this being a triple threat. Yeah, no, actually, I could do bludgeoning. Super WWE. We come out and give the bludgeoning. Uh, next up, we have Renee Young backstage with Charlotte, and she's just, you know, she's happy to be back. She's happy to get Becky Lynch's back, and she was never one to be in the title scene. <laughs> she's she's uh, glad that uh, Charlotte's Beck. She's Beck. Hey, you know, that's, hey, that's within on brand with Becky Lynch with her stupid ass puns. Yeah, that's I mean, her, true. her good puns. Sorry, Becky. And her quinoa. Yeah, uh, and but the you know the queen Charlotte she said she's uh, she wasn't ready to be she wasn't exactly hoping to be in a title match but she's ready to reclaim her throne. Yep, she Charlotte said like, like Charlotte like even she even herself said like oh I don't expect to be even on the SummerSlam card. It's just good to be. Yeah, all right, John. It's like yeah, all right, John Cena. You're gonna get a match at some, uh, yeah. you know, WrestleMania. Don't worry. Kind of is like the John Cena or like Roman Reigns of the women's division. Like she's Flair's daughter too. Like yeah. the fact that she's that good and she's Flair's daughter, I feel like gives her a lot of leeway. I hear like the horror story she had to go through in Full Sail or the oh, Performance really? Center, like the hoops that she had to go through, mostly due to the fact that she was. Flair's daughter. Flair's daughter. Yeah. Well, it is Flair's daughter. Well, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> knock on wood. She got knock, the, knock on that. Well, wood no, she got the. Okay. She got her emancipation. Yeah. Um, that's what it's called, right? I Man, think yep. so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so next up, we have uh, Samoa Joe with probably the best in-ring promo we've ever seen in years. Honestly. Yeah, he had to sit down for it. Not only did we have to sit did down, he, he brought that he still a lot with him, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I just shot. And I he saw was him in the working ring. at with a, He came out with a good sweat. Yeah. Yeah. He comes in and cuts a promo basically, uh, you know, telling how he's, he respects AJ Styles and he, uh, 
you know, he's a fan of AJ Styles, but AJ Styles has done has given up everything to be the WWE champion, even his own family. You bring up your daughter last week and the fact that she secretly doesn't even want you to be champion. Yeah. I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm not doing the beautiful man, beautiful justice, but what do you, what do you say? What he said um he says, you said last week you looked your daughter in the eye and said, you don't even have time to like tell her I love you, let alone look her in the eye. He's getting real <laughs> personal. Like, yeah. Again, okay, every sentence Samoa Joe speaks, and every time he ends that sentence, it always ends with me or probably pretty much any, every, anybody like watching that promo with an, ooh, no, you yeah. didn't. Yeah. He went there, man. Uh, so ba- and this is like, it, it's all very like real, Like, but yeah. then to a point where like, it's believable. It's like grounded. Mm-hmm. Like you can legitimately believe it, but it's not going too far fetched. It's not like you know being like a Vince Russo esque angle where it's hitting you over the head. Like, hey, this is a real life thing. Like, no, it's yeah. well within the grounds of this angle between these two gentlemen who are fighting for the title at SummerSlam. And Samoa Joe, being the great heel that he is, takes it to a personal level and thus raises the stakes somewhat for this match. Yeah, and, and it was old. And it was personal, but it wasn't disrespectful. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, like... No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Your kids suck. And they or exploitive. Or something like that. Yeah. Or exploitive. It, it, it's, it's a true story. He, he yeah, basically goes on to the end of the promo saying that he goes... He goes, secretly, while your fans are rooting for you, AJ Styles at SummerSlam, your family will be secretly rooting for me. That yeah, cut that was, that deep. Good, then, they yeah. could have that your, like, then they could have daddy back home. Or, that's a killer cut deep because you know, oh like, God. he's, he... You know, AJ, AJ was kind of like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. Like, AJ, <laughs> it's exactly one of those promos where, like, you kind of just, like, you know, AJ Styles is, like, he is the face. He is in the right here. Yeah. But then, it, like, it's it, it brings Samoa Joe into this certain depth where... Like he just he just had to go there for, to for his opponent for his opponent to think this certain mm-hmm. avenue of mentality, yeah. Yeah. or he might be caught off guard. Like, oh, I have to think about my family, not this match. My my family comes to cat. He did bring that point. He has a good point here. Yeah, and he super put him over at the beginning of the promo too. Again, that's one of the main. Then you learn from your English class with your essays in order to make a good point. You have to concede with your opposition just a little bit, hmm. just to make your points even stronger and i think Creative that's what joe did i give him yeah i get honestly i give ww writing a little bit of credit like a lot of actually not a little bit a lot I, of credit for this writing I think that was a lot of, that was a lot yeah, of him yeah. though this is this yeah. show in his entirety was written really like, well you got the carmella you got the carmella promo and then you got this joe promo that's true yeah. and i'm pretty sure we'll bring up like even more stuff that i haven't even remembered that i thought was actually surprisingly good yeah oh you like that one big cast thing right what what, what big cast i'm thing? kidding <laughs> Did uh, you know? Who's big cast? Let's keep, keep let's move along. Did you know oh, hey? that Ms. and Mrs. is WWE's highest rated reality show? In seven years, right? In seven years. Oh yeah. What was the other no, it was the highest rated WWE reality show within seven years. What was the other WWE rela- uh, related reality show? In seven years, in the past seven years, it's probably like a tough enough. Or it something. was tough enough yeah. in 2011. Oh, was uh, it, but it was on the it was on USA Network, right? Uh-huh. This is rating on USA. Yeah, so I mean, it beat out Crisley, right? Okay, no, okay, completely justified. <laughs> it beat out Crisley. Uh, I want Crisley as a co-host, a guest co-host one day, just talking about wrestling. Man, they gave him front seat. Ah, whatever. They can, of course. What USA, to WrestleMania? Of course, USA is going to give him front seats to. Yeah, because he has a show on. He creates content for them. Whatever. I hey y'all, I'm in Miami. It's their, it's their lead in. No, WWE is their lead in. Yeah, yeah. but not anymore because they're off season right now. Yeah. Now it's Miz and Mrs. Uh, next Hooray. up, next up, we have Jeff Hardy with his own in ring promo, um, stating how the United the United States Championship is more to him than a belt or more than a title. Um, it's the it's the faith in his eyes. It's the it's what brings him closer to the WWE universe. He said it's his fifth eye. Oh, his fifth eye. And first of all, that's yeah, not that's a number. what I, that's what I wrote down too. Yeah, my wait, fifth wait. eye. Where's well, the other two? One, and where's two, the... three, four. Oh, five. five. Well, for those who you didn't, who can't see it, it's, it's is that Jose closed his eyes for the second pair. For, oh, for that's third. right. Okay, now it makes sense. Okay. Because I was actually thinking, okay. Wow, Jeff so, Hardy, he's so smart. Yeah. So uh, enigmatic. He's such a mystery. So he calls out Randy Orton. Randy Orton comes out. But, oh, no, Shinsuke Nakamura attacks Jeff Hardy from behind. And, uh, Randy oh, no. Orton, and Randy Orton and Shinsuke, it seemed like they're working together on this beatdown. They just no, looked he's at more like, uh, go ahead. Well, well first, he's, yeah, go ahead. first uh, Randy Orton stops the beatdown. 
uh, by Shinsuke, stopping him from a Kinshasa, and then allowing him to hit the Kinshasa after a moment. Uh, that's when Shinsuke left the ring, and Randy Orton continued the beatdown. What is this leading to? I have no idea. Triple threat for the undergone of the. But isn't Jeff Hardy injured? If you want to put over the fact, if you want to put over the fact that Randy Orton is like denying people the RKO, which was another key fact. Oh in yeah, this segment where he deliberately doesn't do the RKO. I thought he was going to go for the 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 punt for a second. It, it did look like he was going for the punt, but I don't think even that. I don't think he's even going to that level yeah. of um audience. Uh, adoration, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that Brutal, the punt yeah. is over as well. Mm-hmm. So he's doing. Randy Orton is doing is going out of his way to displease the audience because you know he's a heel. Ha, 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 ha. That's why we get the Garvin stomp. You get the Garvin stomps, and you get the just staring at somebody like for for more for like far more than five minutes than it needed to be. At least there's no ear stretching this time. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, now yeah. did he rip at it a little bit? I thought. <laughs> I'll hey, I'll give Randy Orton credit, and I don't give him that much credit. Uh, you know, this often that ear spot was super creative. I feel like I said this before, but yeah, that is it was probably obvious. Hardy's idea. Yeah. Uh, um, but to elaborate more on this Randy Orton thing, like, yeah, like he is, he he's kind of like has this sort of groove right now as this heel. Like, it is sort of feeling refreshing. But like I said previously, like no matter what Randy Orton says or does to elevate his character, it'll always lead to the same thing, in which I'll always just. Find zero positivity in, which is a Randy Orton match. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, Ray, he's a good worker. <laughs> okay, a okay, that's worker. all you can. That's all I always ever hear about Randy Orton. He's good at his job. He's good at what he does. I don't. I can't think of a single match of Randy Orton's that made me feel like, wow, this is this guy is a performer of a generation. No, he is just there to me. Yeah, no, he's not performer of a well, generation. Who was it? I mean, Seth Rollins, the Seth Rollins RKO spot. Yes, that is in WrestleMania hashtag moment. Didn't Triple H say something about Randy Orton, how he wishes that Randy Orton was more into it? Kind of like. I'm sure he says. I'm sure he said that. Pretty much that Randy Orton's coasting. And yeah, that he's, yeah, he's just it. been doing that for the past. We know unless 10 he gets years. a good angle and he comes out the champ, like I'm talking about world champ or universal champ, but that's then Ran- he puts yeah. max effort. But if it's just a regular program, he's just coasting by. That's Randy Orton in a nutshell. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And like, I think because I saw his documentary a long time ago, so my memory is a little bit fuzzy. But there was a period in time when he was in OVW. And back in 2004 or 2003... With John Cena and Batista yeah, and all With John that. Cena, Batista, Sean Benjamin, Brock Lesnar, the, arguably the greatest developmental class ever. ever. Yeah. Um, it was super hammered into him that he needs to, you know, space out his moves long, long like... Revive like it'll make put years in your career yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. And I feel like he, he, he does take that to heart. And not to say that's a bad thing. Yeah. But in this day and like in this roster... Especially this Magnum roster, you got to elevate your game. Yeah, but this guy is older though. He is very much older, and I do feel like he's capable of more. But but it's a it's point, a it's a feud with Shinsuke Nakamura, Jeff Hardy, also and a guy who's they're all like in their mid forties, aren't yeah. they? Mid thirty. Okay, let's be like Shinsuke's like thirty seven, right? He's like thirty seven. Hardy, yeah, he's probably in his mid forty one, forty one, forty two. And yeah, uh, Orton, damn, he's only forty one. And then Orton, how old Orton? No, Orton, I can. Orton's like forty six. No, Orton's no. actually su- is surprisingly young, dude. Like, oh, well, he, he won the he, he won the title when he was twenty four. Yeah, dude. he was the youngest champion at the time, right? Yeah, um, yeah, he's like thirty seven. I'm gonna say Randy Orton's thirty seven. So Jeff Hardy is twenty five. Doesn't tell me right off the bat. And Jessica Nakamura is another guy who I do feel like is you know. Oh, yeah, he's 41, Mainly, yeah. Just, he's out to lunch. Like coasting, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's Which, 40. She, uh, Jeff Hardy's 40. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boogeyman's 30. Yeah, I know, right? No, that was a... Okay, never mind. <laughs> That's a Colt Cabana joke. Oh. A friend of the show, Colt Cabana, right? <laughs> 100 episodes, CWR, City Wrestling oh, Radio. Uh, Randy Orton, 38. Yeah, Born on April Fool's Day. Hmm. So... Anyways, let's move on, guys. Um, but yeah, that's Enigma you know. erased. So uh, yeah, it's the, the U.S. title scene seems kind of like a, an old man's race right now. Yeah, sure definitely. Uh, broken Jeff after this because he was pretty broken, especially oh, after uh, he uh, paint, has, his face paint got yeah. wiped off and everything. They need to he give him something. Like he's either super injured or they are just super not giving him anything. Yeah, and, the, and this bipolar gimmick uh, on his promos is weird. 
It's a bipolar gimmick. Where he's, first, he's relatively magically improved upon his, oh, yeah. Oh, then he, he, oh that's not bipolar. But, but no, then he, it seems like he gets nervous. Like, he's just like, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to have a great show tonight. Woo! Yeah. That was like last week. Remember a couple weeks ago when he did that? He did a promo, and then he, all of a sudden he said, all right, we're going to have a great show, you guys. guys you, you guys are just not embracing his imagination. I know, right? <laughs> uh, next up, we have Renee Young and Becky Lynch backstage. Uh you know, Becky seems really bummed about her chances going down. Shit, and I would do. Um, yeah. Char- Charlotte almost being, or might be added to the match at SummerSlam, so she seems a little out about that. But she says she'll, she's never going to turn her back on a best friend, and she's never going to stop rooting for her best friend. Becky Lynch is a tremendous baby face. Yeah, has well, she ever now. not been she over? Is like, she is one of the few people right now, at, like as of right now, like the baby faces, who are just isn't seen as like a total idiot. Yeah. Or just completely outsmarted. This is a person. Becky Lynch is someone who you genuinely want to get behind because she seems like a good person, and she's proving it. She's proving to the audience that she is legit, and like Mm -hmm. it's not like this worn out. Even though they are angling towards an underdog story for her, it's just you want you want her you want Becky Lynch to succeed. Oh yeah, definitely. I've always you know yeah. She's always been one of my favorite wrestlers. Irish Pride, you know. Irish Pride, you know. Yeah. When the outfit was hot, sorry. Which one was it? The uh, the sheer one. The corset. Also, oh, yeah, up it helps here. Then the white T-shirt. You know, it helps okay. that you know she's a completely gorgeous woman too. But then the to- but then not like Mandy Rose kind of levels of hotness. Like she's yeah, girl yeah. next door. She's like there's, and very athletic too. Seems yeah, like and she's just nice. There's yeah. pretty and hot, and she's extremely pretty. Yes, yeah. and I some might say that's even better than hot. That, that, yeah, that's who you marry. You marry the pretty, extremely pretty girls. Well, you can marry the, and, the hot ones too if they have good personality and everything. And but then you get Nikki Bella out of that. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> hey so that, like the twins, Brie is the pretty one. Nikki is the hot one. Okay, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the, even they think so. They're like, yeah, yeah. We know. Like, like I, I don't watch that much Total Bells, but then even they know that's you know kind of thing. I mean, look, I mean, look at Brie Bella and look at Nikki Bella. Like yeah. Nikki Bella is. So, did you hear about the joints? The the statement she put out to People Magazine. I, I think we talked about it briefly yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, saying like, nah, nah, John and I are done. We're cool. Yeah, we done. We're we totally not going back together in mm-hmm. about by around May. Three, two, oh yeah, in Cinco, Total Cinco, in Total Bellas season three. Is it season three? Or, it's I like think it season is. seven it's, at this point. It already is season three, so season four is yeah. coming up next. Okay. Uh, so next up, we have, oh, guys, match of the night right here. Uh, Zelina Vega versus Lana. I have a theory <laughs> on why this match was put on. That's a great song, by the way. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Uh, I think this match was put on to show how good Carmella is compared to these two. No. And to legitimize her because this 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 match was a train wreck. It was bad. It's yeah. okay, this match is bad, but I say so look guys, one of these could be the champion. But they wanted you to want that? they wanted to give them a chance and this was a sink or swim and they, it, it was the Titanic tonight. Ooh, yeah. I'll I can see them giving Zelina Vega more chances because she's newer. But she's then they tiny though. Well and she hasn't but, been wrestling for a long time too. So this is her first match after mm, not this is her first match in WWE for sure. Like not even like what like that's like expecting a that's like, that's like trying to have a bad match with a broom with for Zelina Vega for Zelina Vega's sake yeah I mean have a good match with a broom uh, but the story of the match was uh, not to say that Lana's a broom but it's I think this analogy applies <laughs> I'm uh, sorry eventually uh, Andrade Cien there wasn't much uh, to going on <coughs> in the match head headlocks galore is what these I ladies were given six minutes uh, Zelina Vega did and hit the double every second of it yeah. Did you? Yeah. I, I mean, I watched all the way through. No, even through, through commercials. Yeah. I like, stayed focused. And I, I was taking notes. It. I was just, just <laughs> looking at the stopwatch. I the, couldn't turn away. If we were stuck in traffic, I would be the reason why you were stuck in traffic. <laughs> Zelina Vega <laughs> hits the double knees to Lana, um, just like her buddy Andrade Cien Amas. Uh, hit, then Alana kind of does a little Lana Rooney at a certain point yeah. she, when she hits a spin Rooney. Even that didn't look. Good. No, it didn't. I was look listening at all. to another Raw, I mean SmackDown review show before I got here. Yeah, and they made a post wrestling John Pollock, Wei Ting, love him. Um, and they, I think it was John Pollock who made a point that when Lana did the spin a Rooney, it it just came off like a fan won a contest to to be in a wrestling <laughs> match in, on SmackDown. Let's see, can you do a spin a Rooney? I'll try. Uh, eventually, but then uh, a match like this entire match was. Oh just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, eventually, um, uh, was it Andrade tries to distract Lana. Aiden English comes out to uh, kind of even out the fight, attack Andrade, but Lana still distracted by what goes on outside. And Zelina Vega rolls up Lana for the win. Well, I think what happened was since Lana was on the ropes, Andrade was holding on, and Aiden pulled him off, and it shook her up. Uh, I think that's what happened. Well, I mean, she was going to get distracted cares, either dude? way. <laughs> uh, but right. but I, you, like I told you, I yeah. saw every second of this match. <laughs> Where do you think this leads to? You think this leads to an intergender tag team match? I was hoping not. Uh, uh, well, so almost is better than this, but also like everyone's kind of busy right I now. I can so see, I can, I can see. see it, but it would be with Aiden and Lana, and save that for an episode of SmackDown, and then yeah, and then do yeah. Rus, because I, I, I can see Rusev Rus and Andrade, Andrade, because yeah. the hey, those be guys are a pretty good match. But then yeah. they did it last week, remember? You know they're gonna, you know they're gonna have to put in Zelina Vega and Lana. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, next up, we have uh, the Bludgeon Brothers uh, cosplay Inc. in their uh, yeah bo- <coughs> their boiler room promo. Basically, uh, oh. wait, did we pass the bar doing a promo as well? The bar didn't do a promo. Yeah, they did. They did before their match. No, they didn't. Okay, well, well, well. The point is, they were also in a boiler room too. Everybody was in a boiler room. That's okay. where, I think that's where they all hung out. Tampa is a boiler room. Tampa is a boiler Ooh, room. Listeners of Tampa Bay. Ooh, our fan, in Tampa Bay. Our, our fan hot. is tampered is hot hot like fire right Fans now. Fans in Tampa Bay, show your distaste for uh, City J. Uh, next up Follow we, me on Twitter. Uh, next up we have Lana and Aiden English backstage. And you know, Aiden English is just uh apologizing to Lana for what happens. Um says he didn't mean it, and uh, all of a sudden you hear Rusev coming out of nowhere screaming Aiden. for Aiden. Aiden! Aiden! Uh, Aiden English runs, and that's when Lana gave Rusev a, a scolding, told him, that, you know, I could have really used you tonight, Rusev. I know you're trying to figure out what's best for Rusev Day, but I could have really used you at ringside. Do you see this maybe going into a weird breakup angle where she sides with Aiden instead of Rusev? I kind of think so. I don't think she's going to side with Aiden. He's no, the reason that, why. But that's what it seems like they're doing. Like, he's helping her. And why then, would he, they? Why would either of them side with Aiden in the first place since they both cost, because he cost, uh, cost them both their matches? Because Aiden It's called English. a wrestling swerve. Oh, it's called Vince decided it. Mm, Jesus ah. Christ. Again, adding logic to wrestling is just a is an uphill battle. Next up <laughs> next up we have uh this is really hard for me to get through. Uh, I'm sorry, Michael, but uh Daniel Bryan's in ring promo. Um first he comes well, out. You don't like Daniel Bryan's in ring promo? This was a bad this is bad. This is I don't weird. think it was you know what? Miz made up for it because I, I really enjoyed the segment. It was just okay. Is it because he brought up the evolution women's uh, no, that was fine. Evolution the thing? babies at the end killed it, dude. That's not Daniel that Bryan's fault, dude. That That's not hilarious. Daniel Bryan's fault. It, this but, is the, what you are. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Okay, uh, yeah, Ms. Daniel Bryan promo. They're hyping up for their SummerSlam match, whatever. But like, yeah, Ms. is always gonna out talk Daniel Bryan in everything in yeah. in every in any segment every day of the week. That's just a fact yeah. of life. Yeah. Miz is one of yeah. the best people on the microphone, and Daniel Bryan, he's good, but he's not the best. He's best at the in in ring, and in that's ring, why the contrast of that match. That's why the contrast the contrast and the heat for that match yeah. works is because they're contrasting personalities. Yeah, you know, like Dan- Styles make fights. So what happened was is that uh, you know Daniel Bryan came out and he's like he said he's he's proud of uh, proud of WWE for WWE's evolution, uh, but he's really disappointed for what the Miz did last week, throwing a fake baby at him. Um, that's when Miz 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 appears on screen and he says, "You want me? Call my agent. This isn't going to be some sort of bingo hall indie wrestling yeah. match that you're used to." And he's on the set of Ms. and Mrs., which leads me to think that Rough Ref, Rough Rough Ref is done with production, and uh, we can see it soon. Are you serious, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping so. They keep bringing it up randomly. Like, I do love that week, name. I yeah. love that name so much, though. I cannot like, I just hope not they, laugh when I hear that. I hope they do ref. it. I hope they do it to the level that they did Elias' album. Or they do like it a five-minute trailer, or, or something. Yeah, they yeah. do it at the level of the C- uh, Cena, Miz, Nikki, Maurice. Uh, that was ang- great. Yeah. WrestleMania angle where they just you know impersonated yeah. uh, the Cena's. Oh yeah, he plays the dog. A dog, of course. Uh, and uh, Daniel Bryan goes on to tell um, the Miz that him not being there tonight proves that he's a coward. Uh, and he goes on to tell the Miz that he's not the Rock. He's not Reference John Cena. You're too soft. Oh, to, about the Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another reference. Um, to the rock. That's when Brian challenges the Miz for a match at SummerSlam, um, and he says, uh, "Why can't you just be quiet and go away and let your contract fade away, Daniel?" 
You know, he's kind of right there, man. Yeah, Miz makes good points. He's the heel that makes good points. Yeah. I, I hope this is the beginning of the long haul on this angle, and they go to WrestleMania with it. I Again, Daniel Bryan has said it himself. Yeah. Do you really believe that it's Miz it. and Dan, the way WWE writes their storylines, you really think they're thinking about WrestleMania now? It, it was, beyond, but it proved to me that this whole him not signing a contract is all work. I just think to He's me... He's definitely going to sign with WWE. As much as I really think the Miz and Daniel Bryan is like it's a really big match. Mm-hmm. It's just a story beat for, for it's just to me it's just a story beat for the bigger picture of Dan, of Daniel Bryan in general. Like yeah, they've he has been his enemy since day one, but I do Ish. feel like Daniel Bryan is bigger than this. Meaning he should defeat Brock Lesnar at any given moment, anytime. He should fight everybody. No. He should be the most powerful person on the planet. He should be Thanos. Ooh. He should just collect every stone there is in the WWE. He'll snap his fingers, and everybody's just a a two hundred pound. Uh, Matt-based wrestler. Ooh, Ladies and gentlemen, awesome. you just witnessed a mark outfit. <laughs> yeah, I'd snap by the snap of my fingers. No, okay, in all seriousness, though. Um, mark outfit. That's, I like I that. hated the baby The baby's thing. crying at the end. The baby's I loved crying. it. I loved well, no, it. as soon as it multiplied. Okay. Well, as soon as it multiplied, that's when it got like, annoying. They well, didn't yeah, I, think that. The, I think the reason why they did that is to be like, okay, it's not... Uh, what's uh, their kid's name? Birdie. It's not Birdie. It's not Birdie. Because it's all babies look, it's not look the same as babies. It's yeah, just, it looks like know. a baby. Yeah, but you know it's not Birdie. Oh, it's not Sky. Monroe Sky. Yeah, yeah. It's and then they added a whole bunch of different other ethnicities. I didn't think they so needed. You're that. You're just a crybaby. It's just they like they could have easily. They had just, just done one took, baby. It, it took away the seriousness. More babies. It took the seriousness out of it. <sighs> yeah. So um, was, I, I thought like it was okay. I thought it was. Other than that, I thought it was an okay segment. Like, of course, it's not the. It's not. It's no Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's no yeah. Samoa Joe. Of course not. Of course oh, yeah. not. But Miz is up there. Yeah. yeah. Next up, we have uh, the main event for the evening. This is Carmella versus Charlotte, and this is also a horrible match. Eh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay positive eh. here, but this this was I not a good was, match at all. I said it was cool. It was so sad. Um, you know, I'm worried about Charlotte after when she went for that moonsault, and uh, uh, oh god, I, sometimes I, my notes just I don't even know what I was writing. Okay, well, while you you know do a little digging, we're day removed from this. Like I know you don't want to take notes on this. Wasn't AJ supposed to be on this episode? No, they just gave him the week off. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll talk about it. Didn't they match. say on Monday night? Uh, stay AJ. tuned tomorrow for oh, AJ and, uh, AJ and, uh, and Samoa change. Joe to be in, in, the, the, building. in the building they're gonna at the same meet. time. They're going to do something, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Carmella, in this match, Carmella uh, trying to go for that count-out <laughs> win. Uh, Charlotte goes for a moonsault off the barricade to Carmella, which is kind of cool. Kind of uh, um, reminded me of Kota Ibushi a little bit. Uh, I would G1. love to be reminded of Kota Ibushi every week. Anyway, um, natural selection to Carmella. Carmella kicks out. Uh, that's when we noticed Charlotte. Charlotte's lip was busted open a little bit. She come day one coming back from injury. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. she already busted. Like, not get super hurt. Well, she was a little rusty. And um, a not so super kick to Char- to Charlotte by Carmella with a kick out, and then Carmella goes for the figure four. Or no, sorry, Carmella goes for the figure four, and then Charlotte. Reverses into her own figure four. It's a figure eight. Turns it into the figure eight because oh, it starts nice. out figure four, and once she hits the bridge, it's a figure eight. Yeah, I, I don't like how they rush that. How she rushes that. I don't know whose idea that <laughs> it is. It was nine fifty. It's 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 uh, no, no, not the match. It's the finish, finish. just the move itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it should start figure four, and then the and opponent then, and doesn't then, like a tap for okay for, fi- for 10, gonna, 15 seconds. It's yeah. six fifty eight. We got so much time left, you guys. Let's go. Just keep going. You got two more minutes. Mm-hmm. Like Charlotte's like, all right, I'll just hold this lock in. But Charlotte wins by submission. Cut back to Becky Lynch watching the oh. match backstage, and she seems very, very disappointed. Ugh, I don't like what you're going to predict. Can't catch a break. Heel. She's got to be heel. That's, She's got to do a joint bullet club. That's just a uh, look. She's much, part of firing squad. It would be like, it would be, I say, I feel like I say this every goddamn day, every, oh, I say this every 100 episodes, all the 100 episodes of this podcast where, what, are they just going to turn Becky Lynch heel just out of the fact that they have nothing else they to do about it? They should. No. She's they the, should. She's the most over woman in the company. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the compared, entire company. I don't know. Ronda Rousey, I feel, is more over than Becky Lynch. Yeah, but she's celebrity over. I'm talking about wrestler over. That's true. But she's more over with the with the was it called the everyday audience. I I just feel like it would just be such a stupid dumb cop out to yeah. turn Becky Lynch heel. Totally. If anything, and you turn Charlotte it, heel. If anything, you turn Oscar heel and cost Charlotte that ma- the match cost against everybody. Oh. The match. Just no, everybody she, hits everyone with a chair. Oscar costs. Um, 
uh, Charlotte the match against uh, Carmella. And I know that's just kind of hypocritical of me, like, oh, turn her heel, it'll fix her. Yeah. But then in Asuka's case... Turn her heel, it'll fix her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you don't... Again, you don't want to turn both Japanese performers heels, right? Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah. You know, like... What is Oscar? They're burying Oscar, you know. They're burying Oscar. They're trying to rebuild her. It looks uh, like. Yeah, I, I can see. I don't. Hey, look. If she sits out for SummerSlam, fine. I think she is, dude. And I think she is. Oh, she might have an iconic match. <laughs> Two on one handicap match where she yep. beats them. Yeah, could be. Well, she kicked. What's her name? Stupid last week. Oscar should take a break. Yeah. She Didn't she just get break. off a break? I th- keep keep breaking. Keep breaking. Yeah. Well, that was that was SmackDown. Stay guys. there. Uh, smack it. You guys want to hear about Ronda Rousey on Colbert? Yes. Oh, do. yeah. She was on tonight? She last, was last, last night. Last night, yeah. Uh, what she, she said? So when she first comes out, she goes, oh, my God. I, when we first met, I totally marked out for you. Colbert was like, what? What are you talking Did about? Did she really say mark out? Yeah. Oh, my God. She, goes, she's, uh, she is well within the Well, she's been a, she's been a super fan her like her right. entire life. Yeah. She was like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. I just couldn't talk, and I lost my words. And Just you know, look. Like, see, look how weird wrestlers are. Yeah. Uh, mainstream America. Look how weird Ronda Rousey saying the word "mark." Mainstream America. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. So you know she came off uh, very charismatic. Ronda Rousey's yeah. a weird, individual. very personable. Hey, she's she's one of those. Uh, I don't care. She's really pretty weird. girls. Hot, you know, pretty hot girls. Yeah, she's, she's one, one of those. She's of the hot or the no. She's pretty. of the pretty. She's extremely she's pretty. Under the oh, pretty, she's she very pretty. very pretty. She's, no, I said extremely, one might extremely, say she's actually actually hot. I would well, say she's hot. I say there's a split. She's they're, pretty hot. Yeah, I don't think there's hot. a split. I think Ronda Rousey. Yeah, hot girls and they're pretty girls. And not saying that pretty girls are less attractive than hot girls. Oh, we've had this just hot girls have the different appeal, and she has a v- extremely pretty girl appeal. Mm-hmm. She okay. Her demeanor is pretty girl, but she has the face of a hot girl, and she'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, is man. that it for the Colbert? Well, you know they do it, the segments. The segments are really, really short, they, and they do probably the, the same second guest. Like, what? What are we gonna do? Like, oh, guess what? Guess what? This is, and then yeah. how do you feel in WWE? Or you know, well, they did a clip of Catch Twenty Two. Is that the name of the the, the new yeah, movie? The Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, is she they, in that movie? Yeah, she's in the movie, and it's funny. Mile Twenty Two. Mile Twenty Two. They showed a Theaters clip everywhere, and you know, usually it's you know one of your best acting uh, she's segments in that movie. Well, way. you know what they did? They just showed her on screen. It was no lines. So that was her clip that she brought in. She's just like, oh, what a wonderful performance. She just like pulled out a gun or something. Did she once mention her match against Alicia Fox? No, 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 no. What the hell? She talked about meeting a shark in person and swimming underwater. So real good promotion. Yeah, but she came off. She came off really good. I might have to. I might actually go to Raw. I don't want to, you know, make promises I can't keep, but I actually might want to go be in the Raw review. It's a pretty it's a pretty big Raw. Ronda Rousey, mm, Ronda Rousey. against Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox, a girl she has to who, take out all her aggression. Yeah, a, a woman who cussed out Travis Brown, Ronda well, Rousey. Cussed her husband. Yeah, like who cursed at Ron, Travis Brown, husband of Ronda Rousey in a hotel lobby. WrestleMania weekend. In WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> well, and then she wasn't allowed hey, at the show. Hey, Corey, there's no such thing as coincidences in the WWE. That's true. I'm not saying I'm you know, stirring the pot, but you know. But yeah, where's my spoon? Lipstick alley type shit. Yeah, we're the, we are the Ips. Li, let's just be the lipstick alley of wrestling podcast. What's lipstick alley? Just being super gossipy. Oh, I like it. Uh, this is like the girls' room the, in Amanda. The show. knitting circle, the campfire, the oh water my God, cooler. Did you hear about what Bobby Lashley did to? Did hear what his sisters did to him? Oh my God! Uh, yeah. They shouldn't. All right. Are we being misogynistic right now? Oh, I think I think so. Okay. Um, let's get right, out of here. Let's do locker room talk. Okay, let's miss our dicks right now. Wait, 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 wait. The best segment is still to come. Whose birthday is it? Guys, before we get out of here today, we need to give out our birthday wishes today. I'll be on my phone. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to uh, you. Uh, so we start out today with a someone turning a young 41 years old, former WWE superstar Yoshi Tatsu turns 41 years old today. Yoshi. Also, turning 46 years old, and oh, you better testify, Reverend, brother, let's get those tables, Devon Dudley turns 46 years old. Have you seen his forehead lately? No. He's an ECW wrestler. Have you seen any ECW wrestlers' foreheads lately? Uh, Yeah, Rob Van Dam looks pretty good. Well, because it's all that weed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like when I make, when I do the token 420 thing, those scars on my forehead is. Just disappear like me, you know what I'm CBD. saying? 
and turning 68 years old today is one old school of the old school classic era. The 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 I don't know what they would call this era, but way back when, Buckhouse, Buck what Hel- was it? No, Bunkhouse Buck is his name. Oh, uh, turning 68 years old today, mm, still the, still the, alive and kicking too. The territories era, would yeah. you call it? That? Yeah, yeah, I think the territory. The good old days. He wrestled for WCCW and WWWF. Yeah. Is that the guy that carried around the, the thick ass rope and the? I don't know. Cowbell. I don't know. It wasn't as good as somebody using a prosthetic leg at a show I went to this weekend. Oh my god. You should, you should tell us about that show. It's a 100th episode. Let's go along. Let's, okay. Well, I mean, I'll tell you about it real quick. Um, this guy used a prosthetic, someone's prosthetic leg as a weapon. Uh, no, it was a mat. It was an intergender tag match. It was uh, Samara, and I can't remember the other guy's what name. What show was this? This was BTW Bring the Noise, big time wrestling out in Newark, California, the Newark Pavilion. Bring the Noise. That is, do Br- people still say Bring the Noise? No. They do in Newark. Um, and a great show, great fans. Like, they were all so lovely. Um, the the announcer was by far one of the most. He seemed like he was right out of the movie Anchorman. I don't believe you. Um, I I wish I could post. I I would like to post a picture of him, but I don't want to like hurt his feelings. Uh, he seemed very tan. Um, but then there was a certain match. I said Samara and her partner versus um, this guy named Cody. Who Cody isn't the Cody we all think of. This is a man in his mid to late fifties who kind of has an Undertaker esque gimmick, uh, but it's more of like a. He has like a trench coat with like the big hat, but he he's, he's a little overweight mm. and he wears tr- black trunks. So he's Mister Deviant. Art. And his partner Jules, who's she's a f- uh, female wrestler from the Bay Area, and um, so the match went outside. Uh, Cody and this man, other man, was fighting outside, and this man with a prosthetic leg was sitting there, and he said, "I got something for you," and took off his prosthetic leg. Ah, the old prosthetic leg spot. Handed it to Cody, and Cody proceeded to stomp down on the other wrestler with somebody's prosthetic leg. Not since Mad Dog Vachon. As a wrestler, you do not say no to that. uh, Not since Mad Dog Vachon, who once got his leg removed by one Kevin Nash in a 1995 In Your House show, Good Friends, Bitter Enemies. Or Bad Friends, Bitter Enemies. I always thought the Zach Gowan thing was a little weird. Dude. That, like when, when they pulled his leg off, and he's just like in front of his mom. He's limping, and it's like whoa, and like yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Well, uh, well, well. Let's just say it's not it's not uncommon for one legged wrestler spots in wrestling. That's true. That's true. Uh, the Rock is one legged. Did you see the new movie? Uh, did you see? Um, I thought he was three legged. No, no, that's. Uh, eh. <laughs> I mean, like there was a UFC fight. Well, not a UFC. It was like it was unofficial UFC. Like it was part of like Dana White's. Uh, Tuesday Night Contender Series, which they'll just get any schmuck on the street. Yeah. Um, Nick Newell, he has one arm. Oh. Mm. Why uh, isn't he? Was, oh, I was thinking of Nixon Newell. Never mind. No. Yeah, Nixon Newell is very different. NXT. Style. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was this good story of Nick Newell. He has one arm, and if he wins this Tuesday Night Contenders fight, he'll get a con- UFC contract. Needless to say, the opponent, his opponent that he was fighting, he's no schmuck either. But he Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> he did him a solid and just wrestled him to the ground and dominated him. Ah, boo! <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, you you knock out a dude with one arm, like and risk being counterpunched and kind being kind of beaten by a dude with one arm. So of course the game plan is to get the Wrestle W him. by grinding it boo. out. So um, you know, Nick, <laughs> he dominated him. He grinded it out. <laughs> this is getting very sexual over here. I mean, it is the 100th episode, yeah, that Michael. Is just, that is just the. Th- the, the instant thing you throw at MMA. You know what's funny? Are. You can say grinding it out, and I automatically go to sexual. I was a butcher for 10 years. You'd think I would go to meat. I don't think you... Do you, you grind in meat? I thought you just cut. Oh, that's how you make hamburger. Ground beef. Oh. Man, I'm not... Grinder. And I, I eat food, all right? I don't I, make food. I, I hear grind, I think coffee. See, I, I think of people like grinding on each other. Well, that, that I, think that's, yeah. I think that's... That's that personal problem. more about you than yeah. it says about... Society. Ain't nothing wrong with a little yeah, bump yeah. and grind. We're really F doing R. Kelly references. In F that dude. All right, I think at that point, at this point, we should probably end R. it. I'm a good person. R. Kelly, piece of shit. <laughs> he he pees. That's on what people. Vince Staples, the rapper Vince Staples, said in a Coachella interview once. And he peed on like a 16 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and weird. he has a new song called I, I I Apologize or I Did It or No, no bad. <laughs> I did. I did all that. He said, shit. said no. Sorry to help clean up. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, let's get it. 100 episodes, 100. guys. Woo! Congratulations. Radio. Congratulations. Let there be 100 more, and let's be another 100 more. And at hopefully least. 900 never, more. At least 100 more. Hopefully we never talk about R. Kelly ever again. We'll do this again on... We'll, R. Kelly, headlining WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll talk about R. Kelly on our 1,000th episode, okay? All right. all right. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, and for all of us... Um, at KCSF everywhere. I don't know why I'm talking about them, but hey, thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for There's joining. The reason us. why we exist. That's true, right? Like without that whole radio club thing, I wouldn't have met you guys. That's true. We uh, met before that, actually. That's true. No, we actually talked about this before the radio club. Yeah, yeah. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, we say thank you. I'm Corey Smith, and I'm Michael Vergara. Jose Osegueda, City Wrestling J on the Twitter, and we will see you tomorrow for the B Show. 100 episodes, 101. Woo! The Tomorrow B-show. is 101. 205 Live was okay. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, it for yeah, the B yeah. Show. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, Hold on. We say thank you. I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. Jose Oseguera, City Wrestling J on the Twitter. And we will see you tomorrow for the B Show. 100 episodes, 101 Woo! in the tomorrow B Show. Tomorrow is 101. 205 Live was okay. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, it for yeah, the B yeah. Show. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, Hold on. Shout, get shout.